Kiyoshi Yoshida had just gone through the worst year of her life, and that was putting it mildly. She'd lost her twin brother and husband, costing Kiyoshi nearly everything she held most dear, including her home, career, and most of her friends. She would never wish this on her most hated enemy, though she wasn't sure such a person existed. Not anymore. Kyoshi still felt chills of disbelief when she thought about it. Her brother, Sergio Matsuko, one-time dedicated and decorated homicide detective for the Honolulu Police Department, had stunned nearly everyone who knew him when he was identified as the Aloha Black Scarf Killer. This perpetrator had raped and murdered seven women in the city over two years, leaving a black silk scarf around each victim's strangled neck as his calling card. His reign of terror finally came to a fiery end when he died in a house fire as the authorities were closing in on him. Sergio's death was ruled a suicide, and the scorched evidence implicated him as the so-called Aloha Black Scarf Killer, including the murder of his fiancée. Before that, Sergio had been the lead detective in the investigation into what turned out to be his own heinous crimes. Kyoshi thought she had known her brother almost as well as she knew herself. After all, they were biological twins and, as such, seemed to share the same impulses. Sometimes they were even able to read each other's minds, but she'd had no clue that Sergio had such dark and deadly tendencies and was not sure where they came from. Native Hawaiians, they had a normal childhood and loving parents with no family dysfunction to relate to this. And Sergio seemed to love his job. He had even planned to have his own family after years of enjoying bachelorhood. Yet these things remained a question mark in the final analysis with the greater emphasis being on what Sergio had been accused of doing to innocent women. For Kiyoshi, the pressure of having to defend her brother against the indefensible and being the victim herself of threats and character assassination became almost more than she could handle. Perhaps the final straw came when her husband, Andrew Yoshida, filed for divorce six months ago, nearly six months after Sergio's death. Andrew had said that he could no longer handle all the negativity and pressures associated with being married to the sister of the city's most infamous serial killer. Kyoshi felt that was just a lame excuse for a man who was used to pressure as one of Honolulu's most powerful criminal defense attorneys. She was sure he had bailed on her because it would be much easier for him to pursue other women without a weakened and scarred wife to tie him down. Indeed, Kiyoshi had known about her husband's affairs and constant wandering eye. She had tried to ignore it, determined to keep the marriage together, even when her heart and body were no longer in it. With her divorce finalized and her brother laid to rest next to their parents, Kiyoshi felt it was time to reinvent herself and escape the notoriety of a rapist killer run amok by bloodline. At 31, she turned her back on a successful career as a fashion designer and left Oahu altogether, hoping to somehow erase the painful memories in the process. Taking little more than the essentials and her savings, Kyoshi sold or gave away much of her share of the Ewa Beach property settlement of a failed marriage and moved to Maui. She'd found a nice condo in Kihei on the island's south shore, 
seemingly the perfect place to simply blend in and go about her business without being reminded of a past she would just as soon forget.